Hello, curiosity seekers and adventurous thinkers. Welcome to Applied Curiosity Lab Radio, the podcast for the relentlessly curious. This season, our host and Applied Curiosity Lab's chief curiosity seeker, Becky Saltzman, will be sharing the studio with ACL's chief experience producer and favorite sister, Jennifer Felberg. The lens is, and always will be, curiosity. Each week, fun informal conversations center around one delectable curiosity bite, designed to give your brain the time and ideas to think about thinking, to flex your curiosity muscle, and maybe even revolutionize the way you think. A few years ago, when we were packing to move into our little apartment, when we were between houses, I was in that massive purge mode. I think you were the recipient of a lot, a lot of my purging. Is that true? Yep. <laughs> and <laughs> I thought that I was really not that much of a pack rat relative to a lot of people. But as I was digging in the bowels of my closet, I found all kinds of things, including this pair of really, really ugly hush puppies. And I thought, why would I have ever bought hush puppies? And around that same time, I found an old copy of Malcolm Gladwell's uh, the tipping point, and remembered that story that although Hush Puppies had been a brand since 1958, sometime in the 90s, these New York hipsters started wearing Hush Puppies and other fashionistas followed, and then the cool kids copied them, and then the less cool kids copied them, and then pretty soon, two years later, the sales of Hush Puppies had exploded by 5,000% without a penny spent on advertising. And that's when I thought to myself, maybe I am a follower of trends, which did not make me very happy. Well, I think there are different cycles of, of trends and the, the evolution of trends. It goes from an innovator to an early adopter to an early majority, late majority, and then a, I forget, it's like a straggle, a lagger, a lagger. And you must have been more of an early majority and then passed it on to me. And I still have those hush puppies. Thank you very much. So I would be called a lagger. So yeah, you follow the trends, but you're more of an early majority, less of a, I wouldn't call you a follower per se. But maybe you're a, maybe you're just a scrounger, not a lagger. You just, get <laughs> just what you, take what you're given. I'm just cheap. <laughs> but why did I respond to this trend when aesthetically they did nothing for me? Maybe you thought they were cute or maybe you thought that they were better for your feet. One time I had plantar fasciitis, but I was supposed to wear dance skin clogs, not, not uh, hush puppies. <laughs> I have those too. <laughs> oh my God. Well, anytime that I'm regretting giving away something, I'll just dig back in your closet and get it. I have it all, baby. All. Are you ready for the curiosity bite? Absolutely. What current trend do you wish would go on for a long time? Well, you know that I am a lover of the drag queen and wish that I was a drag queen. So off the top of my head, I would have to say that I love the heavy eye makeup trend that's going on right now with the lashes and the heavy, heavy eyeshadow with the sparkles. And I would like that to go on forever because that is my best look. You know what Dane's answer was, which I thought was fantastic? What? His answer was elbow touching. And he said, because it used to seem like if you're trying to be hygienic, like I don't want to shake your hand or I don't want to hug, that it's insulting. And for a lot of people on the spectrum, 
it makes it very awkward for them. And also for germaphobes, I'm a hugger. And now I realize that really hugging people without permission, I don't know, that's just, it's a little presumptuous, but also asking people for permission is really weird and awkward. And frankly, we wouldn't, shouldn't be shaking hands when you look at the number of people who walk out of the bathroom without washing their hands. I don't want to shake hands anymore. So I agree that, although that wouldn't have been my guess, that the elbow touching is a trend that I would like to go on for a long time. But that was Dane's answer. Weenus to weenus. Weenus yeah. to weenus. Mm-hmm. What about you? The trend that I would like to go on for a long time requires kind of going up maybe 10,000 feet in the sky or maybe farther and looking at current, current trend with a much wider lens. And as an American, I hope that the trend to believe that the US dollar means something and will have value in the future continues for a long time. I mean, it's not a given. It's not like it's a law of nature, despite what economists want us to believe. I mean, once we don't believe that the US dollar will have value in the future, the value of money goes away. So I would like that trend to continue. Why? I want the money I have to have value. And I think that increasingly there are a lot of countries that have don't have much enthusiasm for the US dollar and they don't want to be subject they don't want to be subjected to US jurisdiction when they transact in US dollars. For example, when the United States pulled out of the uh, withdrew from the Iran nuclear deal. A lot of you know European countries still wanted to do business with Iran, but then they didn't want to be subject to U.S. law for doing business with Iran. So they would ideally not be transacting, transacting with the U.S. dollar. And because of this retraction or this isolation that the U.S. is is experiencing or trying to um, create a moat around the country, mm-hmm. other countries have a really strong motivation to shift away from using the US dollar. And there are many, many countries that have abandoned their own money to trade with the US dollar. And that, if you look at the history of when the United States negotiated with the Middle East, for example, to transact oil based on the US dollar, that really was a big contributing factor to the ascendancy of the power of the United States. But increasingly, as oil becomes a finite resource, diminishing resource, and information, an infinite resource that China probably is going to control, I think that I could see that there would be less of a belief for many, many reasons uh, that the fu- that the U.S. dollar will have value in the future. And that means that I won't have the money to take trips. <laughs> oh, we'll figure out a way. We'll just get all those renminbis. Yeah, renminbis, baby. <laughs> so that's, you know, that's why. But God, you know, you think about you know, Micronesia and Ecuador and El Salvador and Zimbabwe. They all use the U.S. dollar. I mean, so many countries. Really? Have, Wait, you know, really? Yeah, They've given yeah. up their own currencies. currency for ours? Yeah. And re- listen, if you brought the ruble into your uh, supercuts to pay for a haircut. They would look at you like you're nuts. But many, many countries, you can bring the U.S. dollar to transact in anything. Russia, Panama, the Bahamas, Vietnam, Cambodia, Nicaragua, Belize. You could just walk in with the U.S. dollar and put it down and fine, fine, fine. Think about even if you had a Canadian dollar, they'd be like, what is this? That could change. I know I've been places where they've actually preferred to have the dollar over their own currency, which I thought was strange. I don't really get it. I guess I don't really get the economics of it. More faith in the government, more faith that 
it will be bolstered by something. I mean, when it got off the gold standard, then it really was went from something tangible to something more intangible, which is government-backed dollars. Well, if you don't trust the government, that's why I want that trend to continue. Have you heard about the money, the currency kitties? What do you mean currency? Bitcoin. They do it now with different types or of- cryptocurrencies. Cryptocurrency. Now they have kitty currency. And the, different, and the different little kitty cats have different values and they do it the same way like with cryptocurrency, but it's that's a trend right now. The kitty currency. Look it up. You'll see. Kitty currency. Value. Who's you when you say they, who's using it? Like gamers? The they. <laughs> I just saw it. I saw it when I was looking up different trends. There's a trend right now called kitty currency. Oh my God. That, yeah. I thought it was interesting when I read this article from Pinterest. They took all of the 2009 trends and they they were able to calculate how often these trends were mentioned in 2019, not 2009, 2019. <laughs> that's, so, that's so 11 years ago. Oh my God. I'm like, oh, it is so not a trend, but it's a trend, a meta trend if you go back in time. But the, I'm going to ask you, have you heard, I mean, some of these, I was like, okay, clearly I am not on Pinterest. I am not a trend watcher. And also, you know, maybe these trends have relevancy in different countries and maybe not relevance to my exact life or my kid's life, whatever. But you know what ylang-ylang is? Well, of course I know what ylang-ylang is because I was, I did aesthetics. and You never say, of course, to someone who doesn't know what it is. It makes them seem stupid. No, the only reason why I do is, and I thought you would guess that I would, is because I did, I studied a little bit of naturopathic stuff. And Yalang Lang is a very popular, not only a very popular essential herb or whatever. Oil. Oil. But it's also a wonderful song. Yalang, Yalang, Yalang. Bop, bop. Yalang, Yalang. Bop, bop. He's so fine. Bopity, bop, bop, bop. <laughs> All right. Why would it have been up 91% in 2019 as a trend? Uh, I have no idea. Why? All right. Do you, do you know what WFH where is? Would Frederick, I have no idea. What? Work from home where I call <laughs> it clothing mullet. Business on the top. Who gives a shit on the bottom? <laughs> that's my own, my clothing mullet. But yeah. That's, I like clothing mullet way better than WFH. Where from home. Work from home. Work from home. What about Kerala breakfasts? No idea. That's coconut apom pancakes with chutney or curry. I want you to make that for me. But postings on Pinterest of Kerala breakfasts were up 78%. What about rewilding or bushcraft camping? (laughs) Rewilding sounds like something like with the Tiger King or something. No, like like Game of Thrones, the wilding. Rewilding. Rewilding, yes. Yeah. That was up 1,069%. And it was just wilderness survival skills. But it's more about using that new language as a trend and then redefining something that's like old, that's old news. And I was shocked that the Y2K outfits were up 660 mentions and pictures, which are essentially the 90s, were up 669%. Olay! <laughs> would you what? even? I, what, I don't know what a. I wouldn't even be able to tell you what a 
Y2K outfit is. Yeah. It's probably like the 90s stuff that you saw in the studios, the grunge studios in Seattle when you worked in, you know, the studios. What about, would you ever get a constellation piercing? <laughs> I'm not quite sure I know what that is. And I'm not quite sure I want to know. Well, it's dazzling doodads to turn your ears or other body parts into glittering constellations up 112% in 2019. But the biggest trend that I think I am, I kind of think I'm the bringer backer of this trend up 6,039% in 2019. Ding, 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 ding. Scrunchies. <laughs> I never let them go. Sometimes you hold on to a trend long enough and you're a, you were a trend lagger and now you're a trendsetter. <laughs> well, yeah, a lot of times you don't know where the lagging starts, stops and the new trend starts. That's why you never throw anything out. That's why hoarding is the way to become a trendsetter. I'm going to hold on to those hush puppies forever. <laughs> Tipping point, baby. Do you want my fun list? My list is a little different today. Is it kooky? It's got a kooky with and crazy with a backwards Z. Dane and I were talking yesterday about doing some marketing stuff and using the popular TikTok challenges and TikTok, I don't know, what do you call those videos, I guess? Mm -hmm. And there's a whole bunch- Chinese data collection systems, but yes. Okay, yes. <laughs> but I don't know what they're collecting other than, you know, I'm a savage, bougie, something, something. I mean, the, the TikToks are so stupid, but there are ones that they use over and over and over again. Sometimes it's a song and they have a dance. Like that, I'm a savage is an actual dance. And different people do the dance okay. in the TikTok. They've actually changed it. Speaking of the Tiger King, they've changed it to, uh, so it was called I'm a Savage. And now they say Carol Baskin. Oh, the Carol same dance. Oh my God. T talk about making the most unlikely boring person into some meme. It's amazing. All right. What are you doing with the TikToks? One of the popular TikToks that is a trend right now is when two people are sitting there with their eyes closed and questions about who would be more likely to do this or that. And mm. they have to point at each other or somebody points at them. Like who would be more likely? Oh, that's why I saw Sophie Tucker. That's the group. Sophie Tucker. Have you oh. been watching them? Sophie Tucker. It's a, it's a, a guy and a gal and they do like DJ stuff and they've been doing Sophie Tucker they did that and it was so cute. And they closed their eyes and they pointed at each other. That was, that was based on the TikTok meme of. Yes. Pointing. pointing. Yes. Are we doing that? So we're going to do it. Okay. It's not really a list. Okay. Because TikTok is such a trend and all the little things that are happening in that, I, I thought we should embrace a little TikTokage. Okay. I'm going to throw out the who's more likely and we'll just yell out. You'll set, you'll yell out either Jennifer or Becky. And then I'll say either Jennifer or Becky. And we would normally be able to do it at the same time. But since we're recording over Zoom, it seems like every time we talk at the same time, which is very often a normal conversation, it cuts you out or me out. So do you want to take turns for going first? Uh, sure. That's a good idea. Okay. Because otherwise so it'd be more fun to do it at the same time. But I think it might change the audio content and that might ruin the whole point. Exactly. If we could see the video, we would just point at each other, but mm. you can't. So thank God we are looking at each other on video. Thank God we're not recording it. That's all I can say. You look way better. I mean, you actually work look from nice. home. 
<laughs> I, am, I, don't, I am not doing my work mullet because I'm ugly in the top and the bottom. <laughs> you know what? Consistency is a virtue. <laughs> exactly. All right. Go okay, ahead. you ready? Yeah. Who is more likely to do something weird in public? You. Me. Yeah, I think so. Only yeah. by an inch. Exactly. Next one. And then I'll answer first. Who is more likely to be a heartbreaker? You. Me. <laughs> okay, so far we're doing very well. Mm -hmm. Who is... <laughs> I know the answer to this one. Who's more likely to die of doing something stupid? Oh, me for sure. Really? I thought me. Well, first of all, I am much, a much bigger klutz than you. True. I, I'm a much bigger klutz. I mean, I am a huge, that's how I'm going to die. It's not like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to be unhealthy, blah, blah, blah. No, I'll be healthy. I'll just do like, look around and go, and then fall down the <laughs> stairs and peace out. Oh, there's, <laughs> you got to admit that me, 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 me. Okay. Okay. This one, I know the answer to who's more likely to laugh at the wrong moment. You. Me. Me. <laughs> That's a problem. I mean, that's, but that's something that is almost like a, like a special need that I it have. It is. It is for you. Who's more likely to become a stripper? You. <laughs> Why me? Because you have no shame. <laughs> okay. And I love that about you. You would be doing it in drag. Well, that's for sure. Yeah. Who would be more likely to go to a gay club? We would be together. So I don't really understand how that would even work. I agree with your answer. <laughs> who is who is more likely to get punched in the face? Me. I don't know. I don't think so. I think me. I think more people would hate me than hate you enough to punch someone in the face. I think people would want to punch you in the face, but wouldn't. And people would punch me in the face. Oh, so you think more people would want to punch me in the face, but more people would actually punch you in the face. No, okay, I can, I can, I can actually, I can actually, because I think maybe you can't see that well, so you wouldn't see it coming, whereas I might, because you're blind in one eye, so I might duck. So yeah, I think, okay, I, all right, I can buy that. <laughs> That's good. Okay, I have two more. Oh, no, I have three more. Who would be more likely to be stranded on vacation? You. Yeah, for sure. Because you'd be like, oh, I don't know, know. <laughs> Becky, where do we go? Yeah, for sure. You. Okay. I would not sound like that. I would be lost for sure, but I would not be going. Eh! I would okay. not do that. N ever. <laughs> go on to the next question. <laughs> who? Okay. Who would be more likely? I know the answer to this too. Who would be more likely to have an, a crazy ex? You. Right. For sure. And last but not least, <laughs> who would be more likely to sell toe picks? Okay. I'm going to say me for one reason. And I don't know if you're going to agree with this, but if I sold toe picks, I could potentially make like the Ripley's Believe It or Not oddities list because my toes are like crone's feet. <laughs> Each of my toes are longer than most men would hope, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I have long mm -mm -mm toes and there are crone's feet and they are crooked and they're bruised and they've been broken in many places. So if I did an Instagram 
as a matter of fact, note to self, <laughs> if I didn't, I could monetize that. Anyway, if I did an Instagram with my toes, people would be like, this is Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yeah. I, I agree with you that it would be you, but for different reasons. Because you could sell the crap out of your feet, whereas I could not sell the my I could not sell as well. Well, your the, feet are kind of just regular feet. There's nothing. Yeah. In there. they're, they're fine feet, but there's and you have cute feet. I mean, I yours are regular cute feet. Like no one would say, "Oh, they would say, oh, those are cute feet." No one would be like, they just click through it and think, "Oh, okay, cute feet." They would go. They would like get closer <laughs> to their screen and go, "What is that?" And like, and go. Oh my God, look at this. And they turn their screen to their friends. Wait, and the, the friend would say, Oh my God, I'm trying to eat. Oh, stop. No, stop, stop, stop. I mean, it would be like a whole thing. Oh, there is like no question on it. That's like but, the most, that's the one that I'm most emphatic about. But, but you would be selling it for top dollar too. So it's beyond the fact that even if you had normal feet, <laughs> which you don't, you would still be better at selling those toe picks than most people I know. So. You are right. It's you. You know what? Thank you. <laughs> I think. I think. <laughs> All right. This was fun. Are you ready for the sort of fact? I is. A study out of PU, prestigious university, found that 87% of people asked said that they were early adopters on 98% of trends that they hadn't heard of yet. Courtesy of, of sort of facts. Thanks for listening. And I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Before you take off, I have a few more things to let you know about. One, you can find show notes for every episode of ACLR and links to all resources mentioned at applycuriositylab.com forward slash blog. It's there that we'll wait to read your answers to each week's Curiosity Bite. Two, in order to avoid missing curiosity-bitten conversations, Subscribe to Applied Curiosity Lab Radio on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and all the other spots that podcasts hang out and wait to be discovered. Toss up a review, especially if you have nice things to say. Finally, for all things Applied Curiosity, including information on workshops and your free membership to the Tribe of the Curious, go to AppliedCuriosityLab.com. In the meantime, elevate curiosity.